Yo, gimpin' ain't easy, but it's necessary. I be getting weary, cause shit be getting scary. But take a deep breath and don't you dare worry. Sit back, relax, and don't be in a hurry. Cause I be hitting wrongs with a righteous fury. Yes, sir, see, I am the only one. My name is Josh Dunn, gonna have some fun. Telling the truths that y'all can't handle I might raise a scandal as I dismantle The fake make a quake and make them shake I make you bend but never will I make you break Just chill yo and don't be frightened Open that closed mind it's time to get enlightened Ha yes man Add right to my credentials too Yeah baby Welcome to the very first pilot episode of Gippin' Ain't Easy. Cause it ain't, folks. It is not, let me tell you that. This week's episode is brought to you by the one and only Cafe Sampoil, where you can get all kinds of eats and treats, plus meat, all the misfit characters from a low-income Sesame Street. That especially includes me. They're now selling VHS, too. So go visit your granny and relive the breakfast club and reminisce on simpler times when she could still drive. I'd like this to be brought to you by Johnson's and Johnson's Baby Powder, which, and I'm not joshing about this one, has always had, and they still haven't removed it yet, formaldehyde. Powder your nether regions and preserve them for eternity. I'm not on salary there, so hopefully they won't use that pitch without sliding me some Skrilla. They do some honest marketing in the 21st century? Mm, maybe not. Yeah. Well, I'll like to tell you a little bit about why I'm doing this. You see, I last August thought I'd found the love of my life, met her on my, what would have been my grandparents' 68th wedding anniversary, but she broke up with me there in February. And, uh, you know, we're supposed to stay friends, but she hasn't really been talking to me, so, uh, and I miss her real bad, you know, and I ain't trying to, you know, put any stresses on her or anything like that, but I really, my heart was really invested, and, uh, really it's all I ever wanted out of life, and I gotta be frank, but half the time, I really don't want to be around, I'm crying every day, but you see, there's this other half of me that's just still, when I'm feeling okay, I'm fighting, man, and I'm fighting with everything I got. And the only thing that has made me ever feel any kind of sense of worth has been my artistic accomplishments, and I feel like a podcast is a great way to do that because they're the hot thing right now. And also, I'm a very old-fashioned character, you know, so I, I could sort of picture myself doing you know, radio in the early 20th century, so somehow I'm bringing the early 20th century, early 21st century together for you, and my mom said I got a face only a radio could love, so there you go, I'm just joshing about that one, my my mom doesn't hate me that much, ah, yeah, man, so good to be here doing this, anybody that wants to come on here to be my guest, to talk about things, if you got something to say, I want you on here, man, because I'm about changing perceptions, and and obviously I have CP that everybody can see, so 
I'm sort of taking that angle in the title and this and that, but I'm interested in a great deal more than uh, disability rights. If you got something to say, you get a hold of me, man. You get a hold of me. Uh, that's Gimpin Ain't Easy, easy with a Z. Ain't, I think, with an apostrophe. Is that right, 1942? Uh, not for the email. Not for the email? Not for the email. So... Ain't with an apostrophe for your English teacher, if she'll approve that, which she probably won't. Mean old crank. Um, but uh, easy as in easy E. And you can, you can get a hold of us and perhaps get on here. I want to talk to you today about GIMP discrimination. And I want to break it down, and I'm going to give some examples of meaningless discrimination juxtaposed against meaningful discrimination. Meaningless discrimination, um, well, I'm going to tell you this little story. See, just this past week, I went to a birthday party, and it was, it was good. I was, I was happy to be invited. I had a nice time. They had goslings on the rock for, rocks for very cheap. It was delicious, you know? And they had this big staircase and they also had a chairlift to go up the stairs and you know I was uh, I was made aware of this and, and encouraged because I said no I don't really need it and people were kind of kind of being aggressively uh, suggesting I use it but you know th they're just trying to be nice right trying to help out I get it you know but like it's not me so whatever we made out okay but then you see the next day I'm at the cafe and I I see one of the dudes working there, and I guess he was he was watching me. And at one point, I I went to the can without my crutches, and I often do this because they get in the fucking way. You know, you got to put them in a stall, take them. Actually, they're kind of broken and fall off my arms. Yeah, maybe Harding Medical will send me a pair of free crutches if they listen to this shit. But like anything with those guys, they'll probably be about eight months overdue. But anyways, um, yeah, and. And he's watching me, oh man, you know, you don't even need those crutches, man, you're doing great and all this stuff. And again, he means good, you know what I mean, he's not bullying me, you know, but man, he's just, without meaning to, reduced me to being a gimp. Yeah, <laughs> that sucks, man, you know, and that's the kind of thing, like, we also see me read my book, and I do have reading goals, you know, and I spend a lot of time alone, so I'm awkward around people, naturally. Any new person could be a nuisance or a threat to me, so I gotta be careful, you know, uh, but man, it's like, that's why I don't want to talk to people too much, man, because they can't help themselves, it's all they see, and it's like, man, I could, you could become my spiritual disciple, you know, but all they see is a gift, man, you know, but at the end of the day, that's the meaningless shit because that don't affect, you know what I mean? That doesn't stop me from doing nothing, you know, doesn't hold me down or oppress me. It annoys me, but, you know, don't don't bother me, you know. And I see these things, dudes in wheelchairs, oh, oh, you held the door without asking, oh, oh, gee. Man, if that ruins your day, you're a fucking idiot, okay? You're aiming way too low in life, man. You, you gotta you gotta value yourself more than that. Somebody holding the door for you or not or whatever, man, that's, that's some small potatoes bullshit, okay? No need to lose it on that. No, there ain't. Here's the difference. Here is meaningful discrimination. I'm gonna I'm gonna attack these uh, supposed disability advocacy agencies, this glad hand and and 
try to champion the rights of the disabled, convincing the world that they're making a real difference. What they're doing, these motherfuckers, they're taking the struggle and exploiting it, making themselves look good, taking yours and my struggle, and making a good-ass living at it. And I'm going to say, you motherfuckers need to stop this bullshit. I'm talking about the things when it's like minimum or often less than minimum wage job placements and they treat you bad and you, you, you're living in poverty and you're supposedly learning job skills. Well, fuck that. I think it's more dignified to stay home and watch Judge Judy. And I, I bring that up. Sorry, you Judge Judy fans, but I think that's a fucking trashy program, <laughs> you know. But it's more dignified doing that than it is going to these placements, Okay. Now, I'm going to bring you up an example from my personal life. I, I had done some, some work with Reachability some years ago, and some folks had saw me, I think it was from the Independent Living Nova Scotia, and they, they were putting on a, a festival for the disabled and looking for artists. Now, some of these folks they were looking for was first-timers and this and that, and that's cool, you know, if, you know, you got some guy, he wants to learn to juggle or whatever his craft may be, maybe he plays the piano or something, it's the first time you're giving him a say, you know, his space, cool. But they got me off somebody's website, eight years in the business, they kind of don't want to pay me, I talk them into doing it, okay, it's cool, and then, you know, three days before the show, I check in, oh, geez, the budget drew, dried up, you know, man, look. I know you're making at least 30k a year, right? What is it for you to reach in your pocket and pay me 50 bucks, which isn't even what we agreed on, but, you know, give me something. Hey, I can I can negotiate your loss of your budget. Man, make my time valuable, you know, value me, you know? But no, I, it was great. If I want to come, there's going to be lots of exposure, some news media. <laughs> Man, Exposure to me in that kind of scenario is just simply misspelled and mispronounced exploit motherfucking tation. All right? Yeah, and I'm going to tell you this other dude, and I like this guy, man. He's on my balcony uh, for something uh, last summer. And he says to me, if I'm doing it for the money, I'm doing it for the wrong reasons. Really? I make $11,000 a year, motherfucker. I'm pretty sure you make at least fifty. dollars that's, If that's not true, you come find me, you correct me. It's all good, you know? But eleven grand a year? Buddy, I should be taking a piss for the fucking money. And, and those of you who know me know I struggle with that. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't fucking joking, man. I, I should, you know? And I'm not saying I'm above working some fundraiser or help people out or, you know, some open mic where nobody's making any money to try something new. Sure, but if somebody got the money behind them, pay up. Or stop perpetrating like you're helping the rights of the disabled when really at the end of the day all you're doing is exploiting them and looking good in the process. You should be motherfucking ashamed. And I'm not saying this to condemn these dudes forever. I'm saying it to fucking get them to turn around and start thinking the right way and doing things the right way for real and really helping people. That, that's what I want to achieve from this. 1942, what do you think the meaning of life is? Uh, a Monty Python film. <laughs> that one wasn't that good. <laughs> but see, you got the serious techie man, musician, pimp, being funny, and you got me being serious. See, here's what I think the meaning of life is. I think, I think it's about trying to make the world a little better off than what it was before you came into it. 
And here's the second part to that. And trying to enjoy yourself while you're doing it. And that's what I've been struggling with, the last part. But I'm enjoying this and I wanna I wanna tell I wanna leave you guys with this, okay? Look, man, the world beats us down all the time. And this this goes out to gimps, this goes out to them leather wearing bondage gimps, whatever they want to do. This goes out to non gimps. This goes out to I'll I'll put I'll send this out to dogs and cats too, if they can understand what I'm saying. Look, I want you to look in the mirror, especially when you're feeling down, man. You tell yourself, give yourself a Ric Flair, woo, and tell yourself, I am the greatest of all time. You see, because you really are the greatest of all time. It's not stepping on people's toes and being some some dictator, some Hitler, Negan from The Walking Dead. No, man. It's about raising other people up to your status, allowing them to be the greatest of all time, too, man. Imagine that, a world where we're all living at our full potential. Imagine it, folks. Gimping ain't easy. But I'm trying to make it better. Thank you for listening. I, I'm only here to change the world. Keep listening and maybe I can do that. Good night, folks.